1: Alright, hey everybody, welcome to the show. It is Teen Wealth and I am Rebecca Shalon. I'm really excited today because um, we've got a special guest on stage. She's a singer-songwriter from Vancouver. Her name is Hannah Rose. Hello. Um, Hi. Yeah, and if you guys have been tuning in over the last few weeks, you know that I'm one of the new co-hosts. I hope you've been enjoying it so far. Uh, We've been talking about boundaries and, you know, uh, anxiety and new environments, all that sort of things. And today we're going to be talking about a subject that is really multifaceted and um, has got a lot to cover. So we're going to be uh, delving into that. I'll let Hannah explain about what she's going to be talking about.
2: Yeah, so um, it's interesting that this reaches out a lot to youth and teens. So that's such a dynamic change in a person's mentality and overall growth. And I know that sounds obvious, but the adolescent years are pretty dynamic, especially when you're shifting into you're not a baby but you're <laughs> not being an adult. On, girl. Right? Yeah. Jeez. Um, and uh, it's it's uh it's a time of where, you know, like they have they talk about the rebellious teenager when it's really just someone who is precocious and mm-hmm and wants learning to grow and learning yeah. for sure and has questions. and unlearning and unlearning. that is that is a huge thing
1: i found like just going into my adult years is that it hasn't been the learning so much it's the um it's the unlearning that has been the most absolutely because we are so easily conditioned and influenced um yeah so what are we talking about in in particular today what are you um
2: today i like to bring to the table religious dogma oh it's a big subject it's a big subject and it's a touchy subject for a lot of people because for myself i was i am born jewish and i was raised protestant and i have a lot of uh i have a lot of influence with that with my own spirituality so i consider my faith to be um a lot of evangelical non-denominational Christians will say you have a relationship with God and it's like Mm -hmm. okay fine so every day you know I'll say my little prayer or I'll you know bless the food that I'm about to eat but I had chosen since I was 15 to not be affiliated with any sort of religious organization um because since I was technically a small child I just considered myself a born heretic (laughs) (laughs) Um, like uh, the the concept of a higher power is one thing but then the concept of a man telling me what to do once a week from the end of a pulpit was a completely mm-hmm. different situation that even as young as four i just and, always questioned
1: yeah and it's, it's important to obviously recognize that religion is the answer for some people like it might be uh something that you really respond well to and it's something that you find solace in and strength in absolutely um, and that is not to say that like we're definitely not here to say that religion is,
2: is not the way, but we're, like it's definitely not the only way, right? No, for sure. I think it's healthy for most people to find spirituality, um, to always know what... The answer mm-hmm. is to the unknown to be recognizing of the unknown, whether or not you pop some acid, or oh, I really should not have said that <laughs> oh, to <It's> <laughs> certified podcast. <laughs> Wait till later. Um, or you do your daily devotions and you read Bible. And of course, fellowship is always important too, but it also depends on setting up those boundaries within the fellowship as what you know is best and kind of beginning to follow yourself. So like religious dogma with a lot of youth i mean we have youth groups and where they kind of bring you into um you know like you'll have a youth group on friday nights and in one way sure it's to create fellowship and community within the church with that age group and to make friends but then at the same time you have people suggesting no sex before marriage should you be partying Um, How are you going to save and preach about Jesus Christ to your school, your very secular school, where you're prone to bullying? And even though bullying is a whole nother subject to which it can go hand in hand, I I experience a lot of bullying within the church and within um, youth groups. And I never could relate to the kids that I went Mm-hmm. to bible camp with for example <laughs>
1: well i think yeah well, like relating it to like the teenage um sort of setting with with religion like it's it's sometimes difficult because a lot of your opinions are are learned opinions they're not necessarily Absolutely. opinions that you have formed yourself or discovered for yourself or figured out what spirituality and religion means to you yeah it's more just this is what you're told and and born into as though yeah. what, what you were born into i myself was born into a Catholic. Um, family um it very very strong catholic like my parents are still very uh strong pillars of the community uh in the catholic church back home yeah um and my sister and i kind of both moved away from that i sort of identify as as agnostic so yeah open to that higher power i'm just not really sure what specific one that is like I'm I'm more you know about energy and sort of thing I suppose agnostic is like a fancy term for a fence sitter but
2: (laughs) right I I guess so I mean Yeah. yeah yeah um agnostic Mm -hmm. is more like there is the idea that it's out there but also I just want to do good on this earth and I just don't know what that is which Mm -hmm. is like totally fine and even being atheist too is totally fine and it takes a lot of faith to be an atheist just as it is to have um Mm -hmm. I mean atheists can speak for themselves but it. I, I have heard from other people that have been exploring more of their spirituality. Yeah. It takes just as much faith to be an atheist as it does to have to be of someone of a particular faith. Yeah. For myself, I basically said when I was 15, I was like, I love you and I follow you. This is me saying to God, but I am not going to be dealing with those people anymore because yeah. there is just too much abuse, both sexually, financially and emotionally for me and spiritually that yeah. I could not for the life of me. Yeah, and that's, not that's really
1: heavy stuff, especially as a teenager to handle. And like, even if, in discovering your religious self, you might find that like, yes, you respond to the faith, but mm-hmm. not the religious practices. So you, you still might believe in God, but you, you don't really like the church aspect or, or things like that. Like, because, um, you know, there's a lot of tradition in a religious sort of environment and and then not necessarily adapted
2: to to the modern world exactly exactly and it gets to the point too where you're like okay well where's the balance here Mm -hmm. what's a healthy balance and um for example and I'll be very frank about this like sex before marriage was always something that I battled with as a teenager not only did I see my own parents And my own, and of course, that's their story. This is not like saying Mm -hmm. that my parents will ill fit. But there was a lot of hypocrisy that I had seen behind closed doors with leaders of the church and also within Mm -hmm. my own family. Mm -hmm. And then I was constantly told you can't yeah. you you have to save like save yourself for your husband and mm-hmm. there's no such thing with being gay and or you can't be gay and be a christian and yeah. like sexuality was so heavily oppressed that i'm like this is insanity for, for <laughs> you yeah for but, myself yeah. and so and it, um, so I, I just broke away from that. I was like, can we think of this in more logical terms as in like, okay, sex in general and identifying sexuality should probably be used more at an age of, uh, discovery and adult. Like it's an adult topic to be dealt Mm -hmm. with by that time.
1: It really is like uh, religion as a teenager, I think it's such a, It's such a heavy subject because you're, you're being told, you know, so many things like what to believe before discovering what you actually think and, Mm -hmm. you know, how to use your body before you even know what to do with your body, like all, all of that sort of thing. There's so many factors that go into it, but, you know, faith can definitely be something that you, you find strength in and, um, something that helps you move through your hard times as well. So there's, there's two kind of ends of it and it can be such a confusing time, whether, you know, you, you feel like you have to be a certain way and you're, you're not really sure if you're, um, you know, finding religion
2: because you want to find it or because you're being told to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also with like having the freedom of really finding yourself. Yeah. And with knowing yourself yeah
1: like it's definitely a multifaceted um topic and i think i'm gonna delve into some more specific questions uh when we come back from the break but if you yeah like if you have anything to say about this make sure you sound off on like our social media and things like that like it's such a huge topic and there's no one size fits all and we're here to be like respectful of every single type of um religion and everything but we'll, we'll definitely talk about your experience today but um let's head to a quick break and then when we come back we're going to get a little bit more specific and delve into this.
2: Excellent.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
0: Hey you! Yeah you! Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at one 855 866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future.
3: Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron. Live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy.
0: are tuned into to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at com. That's Brandy with an I at com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Rebecca Shalon and I'm here with the lovely Hannah Rose. Oh, thank you. And we are talking about some heavy stuff. We're talking about religion and how it relates to um. You and like anxiety and just like how you know it affects your identity and like um all that sort of thing. We're very respectful of all sorts of religions, and if you have found faith in anything, like we love that for you. We're just talking about our our own experiences here. Um, but yeah, Hannah, like you were saying that you were born into the Jewish faith. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we're Jewish on my dad's side, which I know doesn't count. Um, but that's uh, my situation, not yours. And then my mother was uh, raised to be Protestant. Yeah.
1: And and sort of how, how old were you when you started, like, questioning what you were being told about religion? How was it like coming from
2: a dual religion household? Right. So... I should make note that the Jewish side was is more historical and like by a bloodline because my father was actually raised agnostic, mm-hmm. and then wow, he,
1: it's like a triple triple. It was,
2: <laughs> it was triple for sure, and but then going even beyond that, my great grandfather was a minister in Victoria, and where my grandmother basically was like myself and just said like she was just done. And walked away from it, and then mm-hmm. um, and then we began going. But we, my my brothers and I, went from like a Presbyterian church when we were about uh, a baby until we were eight. To then one morning, my mother just said, "We're gonna go to church," and she ended up packing us up in the car and heading to this non-denominational, evangelical, Holy Ghost, Baptist, fire type kind of church. And it was Mm -hmm. so different and it was way beyond, but that like anything that I've ever experienced, but that basically what had experienced, like seeing the polar opposite from what I was raised in gave me the understanding of how God is so much more than just a box. Mm -hmm. He is who he is. So I'm speaking from my own behalf. He lives inside of you. When you accept Jesus Christ into your heart, he is within you. And He just, he, it's like, it's like just living, you're just this, you, you emulate what he has and his love for the world goes through you. So it's not about like, it's, it's in, in the end the people that go to church are just people and clearly yeah. they want to do what's best for themselves they want yeah. to do what's best for the everybody their has their own
1: story and like whatever works for you works for you like it's never a one-size-fits-all exactly. solution exactly. with, with religion with mental health with anything like that you know you really do have to look at the individual circumstances and really be able to get introspective look inside yourself look into your heart into your mind into your soul and feel what sits right with you what Absolutely. makes sense to you absolutely Uh, and seek out the research if something doesn't make sense you know talk to more people don't just you know take it at face value um well this is the way it's always been
2: yeah no exactly so my first experience with walking away from church Hmm. uh was when I was four Mm -hmm. and I remember I was four and so of course And you Um, remember that? I remember. So I had a fight with a senior of the church and she had said something about how, because I had always seen my mother as the person that my mother was a firm believer in our Mm -hmm. faith, but she didn't go to church for a very long time. And so I, but my brothers and I would always end up going to church with grandparents. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. it was a time to quote unquote, learn about Jesus to quote my mother respectfully. Mm. And this one lady was saying, you have to be a Christian to go to church. And as a four year old, I was so offended on behalf of my mom. (laughs) I can just imagine the little you just being like, no, (laughs) no, that's exactly (laughs) it. I was like, I was like, excuse me my mother is a Christian and she doesn't go to church. That's not true. And I was yelling at this older woman. And of course they think it's adorable. Like this little four-year-old yelling at this elderly woman. But I, but it was (laughs) me taking a stand on behalf of my mom and also Mm. on behalf of like, this is religious horseshit. Like, I'm sorry. I can't accept, I can't, I, I couldn't accept that. And then closer to about eight, when I began to learn about how, Uh, God was not so much kept in a box with all these rules and rituals but of course it was like a whole different side of it because you had these people that came from the Jesus people movement so they were like trying to but then they were also paranoid about the end times so they had all these strict dogma but then they're also saying we don't have the strict dogma as these other churches do but we have our own strict dogma which was like even more poisonous (laughs) in 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 other in in other formats yeah and then by the time i was 15 i went down to the southern states and i really fell in love with the people there mm-hmm. and it was the it was a unique culture it was very different obviously but then at the same time i saw a lot of the hypocrisy that was going on especially with in regards to people's personal lives. Yeah. And that was when I just decided. I was like uh, I love you. As I said before earlier on the podcast. I just said I love you and I'll follow you. But I'm not going to be a part of that anymore. It's just yeah. you and me. Yeah. And that was when I, I, I walked away. And I yeah. have no regrets. Because when I think about it.
1: Because that's the decision for you. That was the decision
2: yeah. for me. And when I think about it. And I was still dragged from time to time. But I was beginning to get heavily triggered with, like, Mm. a lot of stuff that was going on, and I am very absorbent to my environment, so I just knew when people were bullshitting me—I'm sorry for (laughs) swearing—I just knew, and I can tell when people— are not telling me the truth or they're abusing it for their own benefit and when the pastor's wife is wearing like four hundred dollar italian shoes but then asking congregation who can only dream of having an extra four hundred dollars in their pocket as in like oh we had to pay for rent for the building it's like excuse me Mm. like what what's your salary lady like this is this is not okay so
1: so this obviously it obviously stirs up a lot of um like a lot of strong emotions. So, yes. <laughs> so, how, how did it, it make wildly. you? How did it make you feel to know that, like your family's faith, like the the faith that you've been raised with, something that was around you your whole entire life? How did it make you feel that it didn't sit right with you at first? Um, like, were you, was that something you were afraid of? Did it make you anxious that you you couldn't express that, or was it something that you immediately felt like you had to express?
2: Because I had witnessed some things go on with my own family, with the church, mm-hmm. with the like. Um, so it's a very different test of it, yeah. yeah. like excommunication, but of course it was the mm-hmm. Protestant church, so they don't say it was excommunication. Mm-hmm. Um, like certain certain aspects in that era, I, I did eventually talk. Yeah, I, I was about 15, 16 or so, and I, I did tell yeah. my mother. And I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with. So, how did the how
1: church. did you approach that? Were you nervous about what your your mom might say, or like how? In what way did you approach it? Was it something that you were like, "Hey, I have something important to tell you," um, or is
2: it? I think we were already discussing the uh, like one group that we were affiliated with, mm-hmm. uh, one church, I should say. I think we were already discussing that, and I just came out and I just said I followed the Lord and I love him but mm-hmm. I'm never going to be a part of any church and I even yeah. had said something too about I didn't want to have my own children exposed to that right right so, so yeah I'm curious though like
1: within this environment was w- did you always feel safe to talk about your like religious freedom or was it an environment of like this is your religion and you have no choice it was a mix of both
2: mix it of was both. Interesting, because I had witnessed single-handedly how my parents were in the church, and then mm-hmm. I was receiving some flack by it, or that they kind of, like, the leaders kind of ignored me to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would openly express my own feelings towards it, Yeah. but then when it came to doing certain things... So this now kind of comes down to a relationship with my parents and I, when yeah. it came down to certain things, whether or not it's tattoos or piercings or cutting my own hair, mm-hmm. um, or having a boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, or a girlfriend, right? Exactly, <laughs> or a girlfriend that all came down that, that was always put into question. Mm-hmm. and then I always had to have like some bible explanation about it as well of which to be fair it's like okay sure again I want to follow the lord and I want to have a good relationship with him but you throwing religion in my face and shoving it down my throat is not going to help not helping your my relationship. relationship so they
1: kind of wanted to actually help you with your relationship with god rather than pushing religion yes that's interesting yeah. as well like the different the relationship with the, the faith and with like the the deity or like the relationship with the religion like are they the same thing are they separate do they coexist like how is it how do you untangle that
2: exactly yeah like I guess you can kind of say it's like when you said relationship with the deity, it's like relationship with the deity is eternal and always there, whereas mm-hmm. religion was this this textbook created by man. Right, right. To try to... It seems rigid at
1: times, right? Like, yeah. that's a personal opinion of mine. Like, sometimes it's not really adapted very well to the modern world. Um, and, you know, in particular, being women in society, mm-hmm. like, Absolutely. In, in religion, a lot of the time we're viewed as, you know, the the procreators the mm-hmm. the nurturers like you you don't get a lot of um you know archetypes outside of that no 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 yeah. it's true
2: it's true for mm-hmm. sure um I also think too that we need to start going back to more of a matriarch society and acknowledging mm-hmm. that and I'm really badly versed in the bible <laughs> so I
1: actually I actually um, did do some bible studies when I was in yeah I went to like a Christian uh,
2: kind of phase yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. like i i'm really so i mean sometimes i man, i haven't read my bible in a really long time Mm -hmm. um and even that is a whole another thing when you read the bible if you do kids i would highly suggest get a king james version
1: Mm. i had a teen bible which was really awesome because it it broke down the stories into like a modern day sort of thing which really helped me understand religion as it related to me oh 100 percent and I think that's kind of why I, I was drawn to Christianity a little bit more because it was it was celebrated in a more modern way and i was I found worship through music, which is how I express myself. um but definitely my religious journey went through a lot of ups and downs and I've kind of settled now on this ag- agnostic path because i'm I'm more about
2: the energy and the mm-hmm. the the footprint that we leave behind. Oh, fully, yeah fully. yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of energies too, like even some Christians think that I'm crazy when I pick it up and I have to use Christianese it's like, oh, I'm a prophet.
1: You're yeah, right. <laughs> oh, so That's right. There is like, there's honestly so much that goes into religion and, you know, it, it's, it makes such a huge part of who we are, especially if you're like born into it, you know, from our schooling choices, the education to our social choices to, yeah. uh, to everything. It really does color a lot of things. So, um, and you know, I always was so fascinated by those who were born into a non-religious um, background because they just had such a different views to me. Like, they were like, what do you mean? Like, where, whereas I sort of had more rules.
2: Yeah, but- exactly. And there's nothing wrong with obtaining those healthy morals. Of course, yeah. Like, in many ways, they were about, like, sex before marriage was really, like, respect out of God, respect for your family, respect for yourself, respect for your partner. Yeah. It was also to help, like, prevent disease from spreading. But then when you look at it, you have so follow men (laughs) there's there's a lot we can unpack a lot of that but let's go to
1: (laughs) a quick break and we'll center our thoughts and figure out what the next (laughs) question is join us after the break guys thanks so much
3: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time, the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts. Voiceamerica.com.
0: Hey you, yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at one 855 866 teen that's 1-855-866-8336 globalteenwealth.org we're here to get you started on your future are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports
3: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com
0: tuned into teen wealth radio to join in the conversation send an email to brandy at global teen com. that's brandy with an i at global teen com. now back to this week's show
1: Welcome back. I Actually love our little welcome back music. I sit there and I do a little it's, little <laughs> it's very, very fun. Well, um we are talking about some pretty big stuff. Like so let's go straight back into it. Um with with you deciding to leave the church at a young age and really making that solid decision um at like 15 and having been surrounded by it. Obviously a huge part of your identity was formed through your religious experience because it colors your education, your social experiences, like Um, your family experiences, the way you view your relationships, everything. How um, did you go about, like, pulling away from that? Like, did you feel, like, a loss of identity when you started, like – like finding yourself away from the church? Or was yeah. it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, that's really interesting when you say a loss of identity because to be completely fair, deep down inside, I always felt like I was never to be a part of the church. Mm-hmm. It felt more as though my identity was being chiseled away and formed within the church and they just. And just then you kind of, like, found
1: yourself. I found like, more yeah. of myself breaking So you found away. clarity.
2: I did, mm-hmm. yeah. I found clarity and in where I'm like, God is not to be kept in a box. He's mm-hmm. not coming back for a building. He's coming back for yeah. his So church. you
1: you still have the faith. You're still... Oh, a, a, fully, a, fully. Like, yeah. you believe in God. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's just, that has just been embedded in me too much. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, re- like, organized religion. Mm-hmm. That is where I have the most difficulty because mm-hmm. I look again, as I said before, because it's not divine. It's like not. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's like probably just as bad as most secular groups,
1: mm-hmm. if
2: there was like it definitely can to, be. Yeah, but, exactly. Mm. And I was always just—I mean, I've always been a bit of a misfit. I've always been like that weird artsy kid. Yeah. So. Like to not it. W- it's no surprise for me to like not fit in with the cool kids at Bible camp. It's like, well, I won't be in with the cool kids at school anyways. I so. went to
1: Bible camp too. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bible yeah, Bible camp. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it really. I to to speak on my sort of experience. Like, uh, religion was definitely a huge part of who I was. Like mm-hmm. being from a very religious family. Um, it's it's where I was where my opinion of love was formed where my opinion yeah. of you know friendship and my opinion of faith like everything was kind of based in this religious upbringing because like from a baby like you, you you're christened mm-hmm. then like you go through things and then all of my um education and things like that was was rooted in catholic um sort of teachings so it was i was always around it yeah. um and then like yeah, like I kind of like delved into a Christian side because part of my family were born again Christian and uh, I, have, I have a pastor in the Christian church. Oh, yeah. And then when that like sort of opened up, I was like, oh, there's like other things and I can learn more about this and how it relates to me and my relationship with God. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it was a huge part of my identity. And honestly, when I started pulling away from the church, like I felt so lost. I didn't know where to go or who I was or, like, what to look for because I I just didn't believe anymore and I wasn't sure what to do outside of that because it, it was such a huge part of who I was and who my family was. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I didn't want to disappoint them. Yeah. And, like, because their, their faith, my mom's listening right now, but their faith is very strong and I love that. I love that they are such strong and faithful people. um, But it's definitely a lot of pressure because I, I know that their beliefs tell them that I'm... I'm not doing the right thing. Yeah. So that's, um, that's pretty tricky. That is pretty
2: tricky. And I think even
1: in a teenage sort of realm, that's even harder to sort of think, you know, like I'm a grown woman. Like I, I'm allowed to, you know, have educated chats with my parents about like how I view the world and, um, what's right for me and what feels good and, and you know it's at the end of the day we're all doing the same sort of thing but calling it by different names yeah exactly. um, but as a teenager you may not necessarily have that vocabulary that experience or or the the courage to say that to someone who you would love and respect so much mm-hmm. and then to say you know I, I don't know if this is something that sits right with my soul
2: oh 100 like, yeah
1: it's
2: it is it's really hard when you have that conversation
1: yeah with but it's it's so interesting family. to see that like, you know, once once you stepped out in it, like you really found yourself.
2: Like, do you want to talk a little oh, bit more? Oh, For about? sure. Yeah. yeah. So oddly enough, I had this I more and more, especially within this last <clears> year, and maybe it's because I'm, you know, I'm well <laughs> I'll just say it, I'm twenty seven. <laughs> um so this, yeah, you been, boom. <laughs> so this has been an age of where I am still developing and learning. And mm-hmm. kids, let me tell you you are not fully developed until you're 26 you're not actually an adult until. not
1: you're even 26 I am 32 like, this year and I'm only just tapping into a yeah. section of my
2: brain that is open to learning like things now. give yourself <laughs> you never
1: stop learning and
2: it will you never stop learning it will click for you trust mm-hmm. me I have dated men in their 40s who it still hasn't clicked and I'm like Honey, I'm in love <laughs> everyone with you.
1: Is, everyone is Please. on a
2: different Everyone's timeline. on a different yeah. level. And mm-hmm. I will say that toxic religious dogma does not help with a person's yeah. growth. Um, if you listen to stories about cult survivors, and I even myself still talk like a cult survivor mm-hmm. because I'll use certain language like interceding or I'm really picking up this. And I use like this type, this, I still use this language and I'll, use it mostly when I'm speaking with my Mm -hmm. family uh, if I really need, like, a spiritual, uh, like, wall to bounce bounce ideas and things off of. Which, to be fair, is important as to why we have fellowship, but also depends on the fellowship. Because fellowship shouldn't be just reserved for once a week. It should be reserved for, like... When you're leaving your aunt's house and she's like, Let me quickly pray for you before you catch the bus. That's still fellowship. Yeah. That's still having that connection.
1: Yeah, my my mom prays for me all the time. And yeah. I, I love that because that's the that's the highest um you know honor and respect that she's giving me because Mm this is this is her faith and this is what she believes and the fact that my mom cares for me so much that she's taking the time out to really like you know pray to her higher power and and look out for me yeah it definitely means a lot oh for sure it does mean a lot yeah just because it's 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 not something you necessarily (laughs) believe doesn't mean that it doesn't mean a lot of things to, that, yeah. to the person
2: doing it. You know? It's not insulting for someone to offer to pray for you. Now, if they're going to start, like, beating mm. you with the Bible and saying, I'm going to cast these demons out, mm-hmm. then that's spiritual abuse <laughs> <laughs> you need to go and talk to someone about immediately. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry you're talking about my own identity.
1: Yeah. Well, how, it, how did, like, because obviously you've been around some very, um, like, again, strong opinions about mm-hmm. it. Like, with religion, that, that always is the case. Like, you, you find the very extreme, you know, um opinions of like this is my religion this is the only way this is the way for you it's the way for me so it has to be the way for you Um, yeah and then you have the other end where it's like no there's there's no way and none of that exists it's such a huge
2: spectrum it's such a huge spectrum
1: what would you say is like the the most common um like reaction that you had with, sorry, with... With, I like, mean, separating with from the separating, church and, most like, like expressing yourself um, with, within your your community,
2: the religious community.
1: To be completely
2: fair with my own personal experience, like, a lot of them didn't really care. That's, which was, That's pretty good. <laughs> it was good, but then at the same time, it's also kind of sad because it was almost like it was just, like, they just already, they're like, nah, yeah, you're a black sheep can't hold you back so it's like what 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 difference does it make and it's like okay yeah don't worry I'll go to hell
1: see I kind of had the experience like my my family definitely care um they kind of like they'll make their opinions known Mm -hmm. um some in a nicer way than others mm-hmm. but like when I like I'll talk about like oh I feel like the universe is really helping me and providing me with uh like what I need right now I'm just really trying to listen to the lessons and things like that sometimes you know there'll be the odd comment where you know there'll be laughter and be like yeah well we call that god like obviously yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and I'm right. like yeah okay I'm really happy that that's what you call it like it works for me this way like I'm really glad that it works for you that way
2: exactly but, I would, in similarity to that, um, like, for example, this next kind of transition that I've been going through with my life, Mm -hmm. I I think some people like to use the concept of religion that have a bit seniority over me within my family, for example. They like to use the concept of religion as, like, that's still Mm -hmm. that weak point that I have. To where, like, oh, well, I have doubts about your transition, how well you'll do. That's not anything God would allow. And it's like, really? And so I'm sort of, I like, I just have to choose to love and forgive that situation and then just go like, Lord, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. I release this to you. But again, it spikes my anxiety and it triggers me when I have that because it's like, it is not your journey. It's my journey.
1: Exactly. And that includes
2: so many different dynamics, whether it's with the people that I date, the jobs that I get, the house that I move into. It has nothing to do with you. It's between me and God is helping with aid that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And and I, I love the way you said that, you know, you, you, that you're approaching it from a place of love. And I think, you know, it's, it's kind of an unfortunate responsibility that kind of gets put on um, the shoulders of someone that is going to leave a church that they've been raised in, that oh, they are yeah, going oh, to have yeah. to be the person that responds with a lot more patience and understanding mm-hmm. because the others, you know, that they're, they're scared for you when it yeah. comes down to it. They don't want you to go to the things that they believe in you know like hell and and all of that sort of stuff so it it comes from a place of love and I think we you know if if you are in a position like such as yourself like it's great that you're approaching it with love because at the end of the day that's the only thing that's going to progress something
2: forward oh oh absolutely and um I should also make note too that a lot of people that have stepped in within uh, within this situation of the last six weeks, including Rebecca, have been, like, not by any means religious at all. And mm-hmm. it's, like, they have made efforts and have done certain things that are just like what Jesus would do. Yeah. And I just find that, like, they are better Christians than me. And that, to me, is, like... Do you hear that, Mom? I'm a good Christian. Yeah, she is. <laughs> no disrespect, <laughs> but yeah, your daughter's doing good. Um, like stepping in and like offering me places to stay, stepping yeah. in and taking care of my cats, getting a job, even like Christians that have been praying for me. And like that, that, that's really big. And it's further reminder too, of how like you have to break away from the toxic religious yeah. dogma.
1: I I agree sometimes it can be more like a mindset sort of thing rather than you know religion itself but you know this is such a huge topic it's so easy to get like lost onto it and like talk and talk and talk so but let's take another quick break and when we come back we'll have our our final thoughts and figure out um another thing to say about this. this is such a huge topic but join us after the break guys.
3: streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com.
0: hey you yeah you are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up well we can help what if we gave you the money to start your own business all you have to do is join the teen wealth club Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at one 855 866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. Globateenwealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: are tuned into to teen wealth radio to join in the conversation send an email to brandy at global teen that's brandy with an i at global teen now back to this week's show.
1: All right. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you are enjoying what we're talking about. And, um, you know, hopefully you're able to get some, you know, insight of this. If you're someone who's um, in a situation where you're not sure if your religious background is, is really sitting well with your soul, I hope you're able to sort of get some insight. And if you're in a situation where your religious background, it really is who you are. I'm I'm happy for you. And I'm glad that you found something that works and you've been born into the right situation. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get back into it. Hannah Rose is with us and, um, and yeah, do you want to talk about like where you're at now and how your decision, like to leave the church at 15 has like affected your life and what path that set you on?
2: Um, yeah. So where I'm at now is, uh, I still maintain my relationship with God. Um, and I like to party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh, no, oh,
2: no. Um, where I'm at right now, I have a PTSD and I get easily triggered when it comes to organized religion and mm-hmm. churches. Um, my fellowship is, and that is something that I'm really going to have to deal with on a professional mm-hmm. level, a professional therapeutic level, not yeah. a spiritual counselor level. Yeah. Um, and, Mental health uh,
1: plans are very important to have.
2: Oh, 100%. And l- listen, like, you can, like, you, praying is a great practice, but at the end of the day, just talking with someone with an unbiased opinion,
0: mm-hmm. just an
2: unbiased opinion is always good. Always healthy and always recommended. There yeah. is also no shame if you ever need to take, go on any type of medication to just balance yourself out. Exactly. Like,
1: especially with things like depression and ADHD, it's like the chemical is not being made right in your brain. It's just like the same as a diabetic it has to take insulin mm-hmm. to process the sugar in your A 100%. Blood. Like, you're if you're born without the the chemical to help you like there's no shame in that there's so much stigma around like medication and stuff like that there's
2: like, and then even with religion mm-hmm. as well as in like i have to take this medicine and then there's yeah. like whispering about it's like oh my jesus can eat. It's like, yeah, I'm sure right. Jesus can heal, but at the end of the day, I need my lithium. Can you back off?
1: <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yeah, you. that's true. Like, that's a whole nother kettle of fish, like, with that the, is, like, yeah. religion interfering with medicine mm-hmm. and, you Boy. know, like, actual, like, the way, yeah. that's It's hard because it's, if you yeah. have the faith, like, I get it, but also at the same time, like, you know you've got scientific professionals and like if, if they're telling you you need this and it is making a difference and that's the right choice for you then there just needs to be respect all around really oh, like fully. respect the religious choices respect the medical
2: choices you exactly know? just as like a pastor is supposed to spi- like guide you spiritually a doctor is mm. supposed to guide you physically into yeah. like good health so um uh where 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 am i at now well, let's... i mean my music is like a huge yeah my music is, I would say, like um, it's gonna sound really pretentious. Well, no, actually, no. Um, it's my it's my healing mechanism.
1: Yeah, and I I love that. I really think the arts, are, It's like one of the first things you do as a kid is like start to draw, start to do all these things and express mm-hmm. yourself creatively. Fully, it's something that you know is ingrained into us to to really get out what we're feeling. So for sure, exactly.
2: And it does reflect my own relationship with God, my relationship with. Um, the church, the men in my life,
0: mm-hmm. my
2: addiction problems, my daddy issues—because there's a whole lot there. No, thanks to the church, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so that's that. That is basically where I'm at. And just every day, I put my faith in God on my own.
1: Yeah,
2: but I don't your put my faith in men. In the church, yeah, and the church.
1: Um, well, what would your um, what would you say to anyone who's sort of feeling a similar sort of thing that you were when you were fifteen? Like, what gave you the courage to step out?
2: It kind of came down eventually when my when I saw how my family was mm-hmm. and how they were being mistreated, and then I just finally said, "I'm done." Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but if you don't have that option, again, okay. So like, you you. You want to walk away, I would say, or you want to approach religion or beliefs in a different matter. mm mm-hmm. You have to, like, do not be afraid of experiencing things. Yeah. Don't be afraid of that. If you're going to be stupid, be smart about it. That was a big saying that...
1: If you're going to be stupid, be smart be about it. Be smart about it. About it. I love
2: that that is so that's hilarious but i love it um and uh just trust and believe that yeah so from you know a a judeo-christian perspective god is inside of you and Mm -hmm. he lives inside of you Mm -hmm. and if you just ask the lord every day to just be your light To Like for the Holy Spirit to just be your light and be your guide and be your comforter. Mm -hmm. And he will open up so many doors and avenues as really healthy people coming into your life, regardless of their background, Mm -hmm. to be guides for you. And you really need to learn to follow your own spirit and learn to have discernment as to what's good and what's bad. Because just because a man is like at a pulpit telling you what to do, he could be very well doing something not good behind closed doors. Yeah. this. And don't be yeah. afraid to speak up if you ever do witness something like that. So the takeaway there is to really
1: get um, introspective, look into your heart, look into your mind and see what it is that's sitting right with you and what's not sitting right. Absolutely. And talk yeah. to someone about it. Like, talk to someone you trust, a trusted friend, a trusted adult, a counselor about the way you're feeling and, and getting a plan in place to, to figure out like, you know, where, what path you're going to set yourself on. Cause especially in your teenage years, you know, like you're really finding out where you want to go in life. And there's so many directions being pushed upon you. Um, it's nice to sort of try and find a sense of control yourself 100%. where you can, you know, take, you can be the one taking the steps. Yeah, you know, exactly. Choosing the direction. exactly,
2: And um, mm. like, there is no excuse Kids, you have to understand, religion is of no excuse for sexual, spiritual, emotional, and physical abuse.
1: There's no excuse for any abuse anyway, like, whether it's religious or otherwise. Like, the
2: whole spare the rod, spoil the child shit, like, yes, your parents want to keep you in line, like, respectfully speaking, we get it, but if it starts to get, like, dangerous... You need to tell someone immediately.
1: Yeah. Anytime you're in a dangerous situation for sure. But if we're definitely like sort of talking about your experience um, with religious dogma and, and how it affected like your identity, like the, the main takeaways today is like really looking into yourself, figure out what you um, resonate with, do your research, don't be afraid to try new oh, things 100%. as Hannah said, like figure out um, what is for you. If you're not feeling a hundred percent aligned with what you've been brought up with, figure out. If there's something else that you may be aligned with, it's not just like one or the other. It's not believe in God or don't. Yeah, there is um, a bunch of different avenues, and maybe you're a mix of all things. Like you're you're allowed to be that. The the whole point is like there is no one size fits all, one hundred percent, rhyme or reason, like total one hundred percent, exactly, like blanket exactly. situation here. But you know, religion is a very huge topic there are Mm -hmm. huge things to talk about um and so many passionate feelings emotions and like opinions with this subject so it's like a really tricky thing to talk about yeah it's been
2: 12 years and I'm getting yeah you know bubbled up like yeah
1: it is like it's it's a huge (laughs) thing so like don't be afraid to start talking about it now because the more you like uh keep it bottled up like it can probably cause some issues but yeah we we hope you've um learn something today or like maybe taking something away or maybe not felt so alone and what you thought there's a million different stories out there. Um, Some of them are that, you know, God saved their life and others are that the church is something that's really not good for them kind yeah, of thing you exactly. know there's, there's a different solution for everyone but I want to thank you Hannah for coming on thank you the show today yeah, of course Hannah Rose is an amazing singer songwriter from Vancouver so oh. so make sure you check her out um but yeah my name is Rebecca Shalon. I have had such a great time talking to you today thank and you. I hope you will come back and join us yes um, and I'll bring you
2: on to my podcast too
1: oh of course sounds good so everyone out there we tune in next week we'll see you then
2: thank you it's It's been great. Thank
0: you. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandi England, her guests and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week and we'll see you here for the next show.